Welcome to Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And on this episode, we're going to talk week nine of the NFL. We have the New England Patriots hosting the Indianapolis Colts, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, of course, the big game for this weekend, the Tennessee Titans head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Pretty good action. The one game that wasn't necessarily great action is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Houston Texans. Well, it wasn't in the second half for Houston, I should say. I didn't get to break down this game, but I surely would love to recap it. The first half, it was pretty even. The Texans defense was playing well. The Eagles were, were just right there. Then the second half came, and that's when Mr. Davis Mills throws an interception of course, one of those looked like it was being thrown right to C.J. Gardner-Johnson. So, I don't know what to say about that throw. I just was wondering in my mind where he was looking at on the field. And to be honest, looking at Davis Mills, I mean, he's not the he's not the franchise quarterback. He just isn't. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they look around and, uh, you know, do all their homework for drafting a quarterback in the first round. Just playing on Houston fans. Now, as far as what the bright spot is for the Houston Texans, we have Mr. Damian Pierce, the rookie from Florida, 27 carries, 139 yards, a 5.1 yard per carry average. That's huge. I mean, he was getting hit in the backfield some of this game and just shrugging people off and making it happen. Imagine what happens when he gets some actual solid blocking. But he definitely can't do it all. So, in turn... That didn't help them in their quest to win this game. Just didn't. They just did not have enough in terms of balance on this team to make it happen. So, therefore, they ended up with a loss, 29-17. Houston Texans fall to 1-6-1 on the season. And it doesn't get any easier going forward. I'll let you take a look at the schedule for your imagination. <laughs> All right, had to get that one done. Had to talk about the Houston Texans and that recap that game. And oh, by the way, Brandon Cooks didn't wasn't there at the stadium for that game because I believe he wanted to be traded. No trade worked out, which you know he's owed eighteen million, so it would have been very very hard for anybody to make that work. And of course, he wasn't feeling but away. He's feeling away about it, so he didn't come to the stadium on Thursday. They mutually worked that out, so that way after the fact, they can kind of, I guess, iron things out or walk through some things, as they would say. We'll see what happens, but you know, do I think that that is over? Mm, it just might not be. Now, I usually would take a little break right here, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep rolling. Got to talk about one of the games, one of the first games on this weekend, which would be the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. 
Now, the Patriots have gone through a few different things themselves. Uh, Mac Jones not being the quarterback in, uh, for a minute and with injury, and then Zappi taking over as the quarterback uh, while he's injured. And, of course, you got people calling from, for uh, Zappi uh, when, when Mac Jones was struggling on his return. Of course, he got in there, made a few plays, and then he also had the interception bug that Mac Jones had. So, you know, all in all, Mac Jones more likely to be the starter for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I mean, they do have weapons all over the place. Just a matter of can they get those weapons involved. As far as the Colts, their defense, uh, I mean, it's been pretty solid among the tumultuous times, to be honest. Uh, I mean, they've made plays here and there. Not all of them, but they've made enough plays to win games. Unfortunately, the offense cannot get together, or they couldn't scoop and score, or intercept intercept a pass and score. So, in that instance, I mean, they're doing some great things. It's just not reflecting in the win-loss column for the defense. So, in this game, just come out and do what you do. Put pressure on the passer, quitty pay, Buckner, uh, Stan you know, solid in the middle. Then you got your linebackers flying around and hopefully the secondary kind of ties it all in a nice big old bow. If they're able to do that and kind of uh, put pressure and, and, you know, stick to their assignments, it gives the quarterbacks and the Patriots a little bit of an issue because they're on a timing pattern or a timing where they're looking for a certain look. And if you take that look away, then of course they got to go to the second, third, and sometimes even fourth options, which if they go to a fourth option, it's going to be more than likely a running back in the flat. So just a few things to throw out there. Uh, definitely get the pressure on him uh, and their quarterbacks. And it makes their offense a lot less different. And then also make sure you, you're in those run lanes because Mr. Ramondre Stevenson is coming on the tracks. Uh, from what taking a look, he actually is ranked uh, very highly in terms of running the football. You kind of forget they have other backs uh, as well, like Damian Harris, you kind of forget he's even there because Ramondre Stevenson is taking over this position. Uh, for them to actually win, stop them running the football, force them into passing downs, and then kind of mix up coverages if you're a the Colts def- defense and Gus Bradley. Now, as far as offensively, just some consistency in play calling. Please, 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 and consistently in, in play calling. Now, that's not me. Please saying please as being a fan of the Colts. That's just saying we want to see some football where some imagination is being used. And at times it looks like it. And other times it makes you scratch your head like, did he really think of that one? Uh, Frank Wright, you got rid of Marcus Brady. Supposedly you had to do this. A tough decision. Well, we're going to see this week if that was just talk or if this is real deal like Holyfield. Because if it isn't, yeah, he's been faking the funk at that point. <laughs> so to be honest, uh, looking at the weapons, you got rid of Naheem Hodge, traded him over to the Buffalo Bills, and you have your quarterback, Sal Mellinger. So more than likely, uh, Mr. Jackson be running the football some, um, and they'll do a few things there. We'll see what happens. Uh, but in my opinion, all the Colts need to do offensively is just make sure they have a consistent running game and get Ellinger involved in it, you know, be the uh, the reads and stuff like that. But, of course, he could be off schedule when he drops back for a pass and no one's open. You just value the football. Value the football. Don't turn it over because if you turn it over, you're helping the team beat you. 
Just don't help a team beat you. Sustain drives. Touchdown if you can. And just dig your heels in and put in work. Because the Colts will always come with a plan. Excuse me, the, the Patriots will always come with a plan. They're always going to be ready. They're not just going to lay down and expect you to beat them that way. No. They're going to be competitive. They're going to do a few things to mix it up. Just the Colts need to run the football, uh, use the play action, and you know move Ellinger around. And defensively, I uh, just need to honestly you know, stuff the run and make the quarterbacks of the New England Patriots beat you with their arm. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars on touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to? Well, let me tell you about Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors. Also, they're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching. All you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started. Again, you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com com or give them a call at 615-930-1230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. Of course, like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Jacksonville Jaguars hit the skids pretty much. They're 2-6 and six now. At one point, they were 2-1. and one. My, 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 how the world has turned. <laughs> All right, heading into this game, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, uh, you have Trevor Lawrence leading them offensively. Of course, uh, not necessarily the greatest so far. He's at 10 touchdowns and six interceptions so far not necessarily the greatest numbers but <clears throat> one thing that can assist him in terms of getting better numbers is Travis Etienne Jr. now he has been very solid in terms of um, finding holes and exploding through holes it just looks a little different like one of the announcers said uh, and of course I didn't like the trade of James Robinson however there's no denying that Travis Etienne Jr. is a talent and that running the football will give him, or putting him in there as a starter, will give him more chances to be who he truly is, which is a game-breaking running back that can do damage in the pass and running game. Um, the biggest thing here, make sure to get him his touches. About 20. 20 to 25. And even some of those touches, get him matched up on defensive backs. That would be even better for the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That would be even better for them. I mean, just getting him the ball 20-plus times, you saw what he was able to do when he was able to get those amount of touches. And in this game, you never know. He might eclipse 200 yards, total yards rushing, total yards, um, you know, passing and receipt, um, 
Total yards rushing and receiving. There we go. One of these days I'll get that. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, that's the two people. That's one person that, that the ball needs to be in his hands, Travis Etienne Jr. Another person that needs to kind of get going is Christian Kirk. He wasn't necessarily asleep at the well, but he was not necessarily the most active in their last game. They need him to be very active. It's the Raiders secondary, and that's the perfect team to do so. They're not exactly the strongest secondary in the world. So, Christian Kirk, this is your get-right game. Let's go out there. Let's see what you got. Let's go out there and, uh, of course, make DBs look silly instead of uh, you know, making their jobs a little easier. Uh, the better he's able to run routes and get open, the more he opens up everything else, like the running game, like tight ends, all those different facets of the team. They all open up uh, just with this team, you know, the explosive plays. And Christian Kirk has definitely been in on some explosive plays in the NFL. So offensively, that's something to look for. Defensively, uh, of course, they do have the the great Derek Carr they're going against, of course. But the real engine of this team is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has 676 yards rushing so far in six touchdowns. Yeah, he's getting in work. Uh, and to for this game, they're going to have to, the Jacksonville Jaguars, stop him. That means getting him going before he gets going in the backfield for the Raiders. Because if you don't, then that's a lot of momentum, and he can bounce off a few tacklers. If you've seen his stature, you probably understand why. But yeah, Jonathan, uh, Josh Jacobs is the main person that the Jaguars need to stop. Of course, uh, there will be other uh, weapons, things like that, that the Las Vegas Raiders have. Like, of course, a Hunter Renfro uh, and uh, Waller as well, Darren Waller. So those are a couple other pieces you might want to keep your eyes on for the Jacksonville defense. You could see potentially a linebacker maybe going out there with one of them or with uh, with them. Or you could see a, a definitely a nickelback, which, you know, honestly, Renfro has the advantage with the quickness. Over whoever whoever they really want to put out there for him that's on the roster for the Jaguars. We'll see what happens, uh, but that's a, a couple um, different places where it would be interesting on the the Jacksonville Jaguars defense to see how they match up one and then two how they attack this offense. Uh, biggest thing I'll point out, uh, I'll be brief, is of course Trevor Lawrence found about valuing the football. If he's able to value the football and not turn it over, you give yourself a great chance. And the Oakland Raiders, you know, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders, not the Oakland Raiders, but the Las Vegas Raiders, not a very good team. They just seem to not have it all figured out. And this would be the perfect time for Jacksonville to decide to figure it out on this Sunday. We'll see what happens. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to break down the big night game. Sunday night football, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Torrin, the AFC South. For those that have checked out my picture, my new picture for my you know graphics for my podcast, you can tell I have a new image, an updated image, a professional looking image. It's time for you to take control of your image. And you can take control of your professional image with a fresh set of headshots by the good folks of Joshua Silvers Photography. Let Josh at Joshua Silvers Photography handle your personal branding, business headshots, portrait, 
or any other photographic need with great pricing and even better quality. You can reach him via phone at 423-557-6746. Once again, that's 423-557-6746. You can also reach him at Instagram at Joshua Silver's Photography. Or you can reach him on Facebook. Call Joshua Silver's Photography and get yourself booked today. I know I did. And he's got me looking great. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. And of course, we have our last game of the week for the AFC South. The breakdown, that is the Tennessee Titans traveling to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football in front of the nation. Now, of course, there's not very many that think the Titans have a chance in this game. Just Let's just be honest. They look at the Chiefs with their high-flying offense, and they're looking at how are the Titans actually going to keep up in this game. Can they actually win this thing? Really? No. That's what a lot of people are going into this game thinking about. Now, I'm not going to say that the Titans have a great shot to win this game. I mean... You look at how they play. You look at what they've done. Some people will look at it and be like, oh, it's a five-game winning streak. But, you know, mm, have they really done some impressive things? Are they this? Are they that? But, you know, hey, a win is a win. And they went from 0-2 to 5-2 in, in the past few weeks. You can't take that away from them. However, this game, they will have to play an excellent game. Now, let's talk about offensively. Offensively, they're not a team that passes the ball great. That's just honest. Just being honest. However, in this game, they have to be solid in the run game, but they also have to be efficient or at least effective in the passing game. You don't necessarily have any weapons that are going to scare the Kansas City Chiefs in terms of, you know, breaking down the field or, or breaking out, you know, in deep patterns, things like that. However, what they can do is use the run to set up the pass, uh, maybe a little more in this game than than what they probably would uh, of course, Derrick Henry usually is getting most of his yards in the first half. So, and, you know, which is kind of atypical of what the Titans have done over the years. But get him involved in the running game just a little bit earlier and maybe use that to set up the pass, uh, you know, a little play action, uh, you know, maybe little little patterns to maybe Robert Woods and and uh, Nick Westbrook-Kinney, you know, those few different things they can do. Um, but, you know, not a lot of explosion plays have probably happened in this game for them offensively. Uh, just as long as they're effective there and kind of keep the chains moving, that's the biggest thing. Uh, but definitely you want to get Derrick Henry his touches, get the running game going. That'll actually keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline a little bit more if you do that. So, and that'll actually help your defense not being out there all day. 
<clears throat> which is that is not what the Titans want. The Titans uh, are on defense a lot during this game. Then it could be curtains. Um, as far as uh, defensively, of course, they you know their their front is is definitely great, but you know when you get into the passing and you know the the if Kansas City is able to you know get a few things going, then it could be problems. This game definitely be squarely on the front lines for the Titans. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons uh, definitely is going to have to uh, have a game. Uh, you know, you look at just the front and stuff, it's going to have to have a game. So uh, as far as the, the Titans there, you know, if they're having an effect up front, that means they're throwing Mahomes off uh, pace uh, and not being able to allow him to hit his guys, uh, you know, basically how he usually would, and, you know, sitting back in the pocket, cool, calm, and collected. So um, that's a thing to watch. If they're able to do that, then it helps protect their secondary. Uh, that also helps them just to be more effective as a team defensively. So let's break it back down again. The Titans are going to need to be efficient in terms of running the football to control clock and, you know, taking advantage of passes uh, or taking advantage of, you know, making those the passes that they do make count in terms of, you know, moving the chains and not getting any third and long and things like that. That, those are those are you know things that are going to have to control to win this game as far as defensively going to have to get after with the front that they have especially Mr. Jeffrey Simmons and Bud Dupree of course if he does play um well with another thing to think about too uh you don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to play in this game so if Ryan Tannehill does play that'll be a good thing for the Titans you know a veteran quarterback back there if he does it Hopefully they have a game plan tailored to Malik Willis and kind of uh, expound upon what he did last week. I mean, he only threw the ball, what, seven, I mean, excuse me, 14 times. Only had 61 yards passing. I mean, or actually he didn't. He had, he, he only threw the ball like seven times, I believe. I'm sorry, seven times and really didn't have a lot, you know, a lot to do the previous week with, 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 you know, the game plan, I mean, just for what it looked like at least. So, you know, more than likely this week, hopefully with a little bit more time to be in the passing, uh, I mean, a little bit more time on the field and practice. Hopefully the game plan will expand or expound upon the things he can and cannot do. I mean, we'll see what happens, but, you know, that's something to watch as well. But, you know, of course, controlling the football, controlling the ball, by running the football and, of course, you know, timely passing um, and, and staying good down in distances. Um, defensively, being able to rush the passer uh, and, and definitely protect that secondary. Um, that was going to be huge things. I know it's an uphill battle for them, but that's what they need to do to win this game. And it'll be interesting to see if they're able to do those things. And, of course, keep this thing close, uh, getting into the fourth quarter. We'll see. There, the nation will be watching. <laughs> All right. That has been my breakdowns for this week in the AFC South. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, of course, we'll be back, right back to recap all these games uh, on uh, what Monday. And 
Hopefully you all enjoy this week's action in in AFC South. Of course, uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at MikePatton82. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-T-T-O-N 82. Of course, um, you can find Torn AFC South again on Apple Podcasts. Uh, You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on uh, Google Podcasts. You can find it on iHeartRadio. I just thank you all for tuning in and uh, look forward to putting together another episode for you all to listen to. Of course, this is Torn AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out.